I got up for work, had to go to work, came home. And then that night over dinner, I said, oh, by the way, last night I got King here. And she, and then she made me go to the police station and report it and stuff like that. Yeah. And then, and then after that, she was like, that's very fucking funny. That is funny. Do you. Go on. So this is the thing. This is a great segue into the big story, but we've already done the podcast and I'm quite tired and Aiden's not here. So I don't know whether I should do the big story now. Do the big story. Here's what's happened. Here's what'll happen. What? I will put the big story right now as the preamble for the main podcast <laughs> and then we'll lead into the podcast. No matter how long it is, this will be the preamble. That's funny. Before the actual podcast starts. Uh, it's, it's involved and I'm quite tired. Though. All right, come on. I, I just realized the chemist doesn't close. I'm, I'm talking about stuff that people aren't going to know until they finish the podcast. <laughs> but the chemist doesn't close till eight, so I got nothing but time. Because you saying that about how you got punched in the face and a guy tried to either steal your car or get shit out of your car. Yeah. Like that's exactly what I would have done back where I grew up as well. None of us would have called the cops for that. Yeah. Because you think about calling the cops is just for like, oh, like a crazy car accident that you're there right now or something like that. Yeah. Because if that happens and the guy runs away, you're like, well, then, you know, it's over. Why, why would I call him? Exactly. And I'm like, yeah, I, I'm, I just want to go home and go to bed. Yeah, exactly. Like, so like, well, what are they going to do? They're going to show him and go, well, yeah, that's what you said happened on the phone is what it looks like happened. So what? <laughs> And then you feel like an idiot. You're like, yeah, sorry, it wasn't an emergency. I'm not. You feel like you're like a, like a 1920s housewife clutching you. Oh, heavens! <laughs> yeah. Like, because there was times where me, Garbett and Clytemans would be like, there was a time we were coming back from the pub and we just got in a punch on with these guys for no reason. Like someone said something to us and I was like, oh, real funny. And then all of a sudden it was just on. No, Steve? No, he wasn't there. No. And uh, like it was just a punch on in the middle of nowhere, and we didn't we didn't call the cops or anyone. We just were like, "Well, I was fucking stupid." Anyway, off we go, and we walked home. And then, uh, Clytemans in a punch on that. Well, it wasn't really like we were in the middle. It was like because I grew up in a similar sort of circumstance. You was out in the country. There was no lights or anything. We were on this. It was a country trail, so it was from a country pub. You walk along this trail, and it went past sort of all our houses vaguely. So you'd kind of just drop off the trail and walk home. Yeah. And it's the middle of the trail. It's just like paddocks and shit around. No lights. So no one knew what the fuck was going on. You were using like your phone torch to work out where you were going. You're just walking along. So yeah, it wasn't a punch on it. It was just a mess. And we were all drunk. And then um, the the last one, I think like, why, why did we not call the police? Like, it's ridiculous. Was there's this guy who's our friend from high school whose name's Paddy. And he's just one of these weird guys. I don't know if you have one, if you know a Paddy, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But if you don't, it's they're indescribable. They're just these people who just, they're going from one job to another and they just sort of float around and like, they're very nice people, but they're too friendly. Like they just get drunk like, hey, what's going on? And walk up to strangers and like dudes will be like, what the fuck? What's going on? What do you want? He's like, oh, no, not much, man. What's going on with you guys there? And he was just like, just walk into a random group of people he's never met and just start talking to them yeah. and be too drunk. And they'll be like, just go away, dude. He's like, oh, whatever, whatever. Like one time we were at a bar and he got really drunk. He's like, oh, he just walked over to this table. Like, you guys want to see a magic trick? And he took out his wallet and tried to make a card disappear, I think, like a, a credit card. But he just dropped his wallet 
uh, a part of it went into someone's drink and the wallet just laid on the table and then he just walked away with the card he was trying to make disappear and left his wallet on the table. <laughs> and he doesn't give a shit. Like, that's just his... And you just walk away like, pat your wallet. He's like, oh, what? Don't worry, man. You want a drink? I got the card. You get a drink. And he's just sort of like one of these nomadic people. You know, don't know where he's living. He'll be in England one year, just living over there bartending. And then he comes back and like, what are you doing now? He's like, oh, well, I'm like a youth worker now. <laughs> and he never has a girlfriend because he doesn't want to get tied down. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just like, why? Why are you doing... How? How did this happen? What is the deal? I can't think of anything that that exemplifies the type of person I'm talking about, but there's just these weird modern nomads who are kind of out of time. Like they're living in the wrong era or something. Yeah. Like he should have been just like a, a hippie backpacker or something. Yeah. So one day, this is like 10 years ago now, I think. He uh, he just calls me up. He's like, I'm going to do stand-up. I'm like, are ah, you, Patty? He's like, yep. I want you to be my manager. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> why? All right. Uh, I was like, so, all right, so what, what are we what are we talking here? He's like, I don't know. I've got some some loose notes. I'm thinking I'm mostly going to do improv though. I'm like, well, this can only go well. <laughs> yeah. So me, Steve and Patty go to get him a suit so he looks the part. So we go to an op shop and get like a Seinfeld double-breasted like fold over with the big lapel and like get him all dressed up and shit. And he's just got the most ridiculous shaggy hair and weird beard. So the top half makes no sense, but from the neck down, he looks like a stand-up comedian from the 90s. Yeah. So we get him the the suit and stuff. He's like, I've got, there's an open mic place somewhere in Melbourne. Um, we're going to go there. I'm going to try that. And then we'll do another spot somewhere else. So I guess to the night we go, we have a couple of drinks and he's just smashing drinks. He, um, he gets to the first, the first place we're at and we're all sitting there. It's pretty quiet. Cause it's just a shitty little open mic. Yeah. So there's maybe 10 or 12 people there. And then us. And, uh, he goes up on stage and he just, he had like maybe two vague ideas for jokes, but they weren't jokes. He said whatever he said, and then he would be like, eh, you know what I'm saying? He'd be like, oh, I see what he meant by that. He was trying to get to a joke. You know that when you hear someone try and make a joke and you're like, that was not anywhere near fully formed. Yep. It was like that. You can see that he had an idea, but he never worked out what it was going to be. <laughs> um, so that chewed up about 25 seconds. And then he just continues to rant for like nine and a half minutes. Oh my God, that's such a long time. It's a really long time uh, because he had so much beer because he was nervous and he got quite drunk. And then he's just up there and he's just rambling about like country hotels out where near we live and how shit they are and people he knows (laughs) who are assholes. And there's no jokes, he's just rambling. (laughs) And then uh, he's just walking around saying like, oh yeah, you know, I'll pace, I'll pace. I'm going to pace up and down the stage, whatever. Just like ramble, just whatever comes in his head. It's a complete stream of consciousness to the point that they turn off his mic. So he just throws the mic on the ground and keeps yelling. <laughs> oh my God. Then they turn off the lights and he's still walking around. He nearly falls off the stage and then someone comes up and is like, all right, man, all right, man. And then we kind of like, yeah, Patty, just, just, it's done, man. You're finished. <laughs> and then he's like, that was great. And we're like, was it? What part of that was great? He's like, I don't know, man. That was awesome work, wasn't it? That was, I just like, it was good. He thought it was a rush. He thought it was fucking great. He's like, he was drunk and he got a like adrenaline rush from being up there just shouting. And he's like, no one could stop me. That was great. Um, and so he's like, let's go and do another spot. I'm like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> so like, okay. I'm pretty sure this was a weeknight as well. So no one is out and about. No one's going to see comedy and no yeah. one's going to give him a spot if they were out to see comedy. Yeah. And so he finds some other place that's like North Melbourne or something. So we get on a tram. We go up to wherever this place is in North Melbourne. 
we get off the tram. We're like, where is this place? And he's like, I don't know. It's supposed to be here. This is like 10 years ago. So we didn't all have like hoop to do smartphones and Google Maps. So he's, I can't remember how he had directions, but he kind of knew in his brain where he wanted to go. It might be the oldest thing you've ever said. Yeah. The most old man. We didn't have our hoop to do. Yeah. These uh, whiz bang Google Maps and stuff. Yeah. Anyway, we, we couldn't just go whoop and put pins down on a map and work yeah, out where yeah, we're going. Yeah, yeah. So we catch this tram and we're in North Melbourne somewhere and we're just sitting at a tram stop because he can't remember where it is. And I think it's because he's so drunk at this point. He doesn't know where he's going anymore, but he's just trying to find. He just needs to do some fucking stand-up now. He's got the bug. Yeah. <laughs> so we get out of this tram stop and then at the opposite tram stop, it's like not directly opposite on the other side of the tram tracks, but like sort of down the road a little bit. Yeah. There's these sort of like scummy looking folks, mm-hmm. you know, just like, if you're like, can you draw me a picture of a drug dealer? We would have drawn these people. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And we just hear him down there and they're looking at us. I'm like, oh, fuck, here we go. One of them just goes, <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, just no one look, just wait and we'll just catch a tram, whatever. And Patty being Patty. Yeah. I was also like, drunk. He's like, I'm going to go get some weed off these guys. I'm like, how do you, how do you, I mean, we all know they do, but how do you know they've got weed, Patty? Yeah. They didn't sound like they were trying to make friends. People don't yell at another bunch of guys across a tram stop to be their mates. Yeah. He's like, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. I got cash. Don't worry about it. I'm like, I just, can you just leave it? Don't go and you don't need it. Just, let's just go. And uh, so he walks over there. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, so we get on the tram. No. No. So, so he, he walks over there. We can't. Over. It's Paddy. You're not going to stop him. It's Paddy. Yeah, of course it's Paddy. So he goes, uh, yeah, cool. All right, I'll be back in a minute. <laughs> like, this is just such a fucking pat idea, isn't it? And then he waves at us. He's like, oh, they're just going to grab some. We'll be back in a second. I'm like, this doesn't feel right. But he t- seems to be confident about what he's doing. So he disappears and he goes around a corner. And I look up and he's gone around a corner and the buildings that he's gone into are council flats. It's just like, you know, those high rise council flats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, huh. Oh, okay. All right. Well, at least we, we know where we are kind of. So we're sitting there. Five minutes goes by. Tram pulls up. Can't really get on the tram, can we? Nah. We'll wait for him to come back. All right. Tram goes. Then we're looking at the thing. We're like, how many more trams are there? Because it's starting to get late. I don't know. 10 minutes goes past, another tram. I sent him a message like, Pat, hurry up. If you don't hurry up, we're going without you. No response. Fucking hell. That tram goes. Like, we've got to catch a tram sooner or later or we're going to be stuck out here. If he doesn't want to come back then. And then it's getting to the point now where we're like, all right, now I'm genuinely worried. Like, we can't go and look for him because we don't really know where he's gone. These are big high rise buildings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we go and look for him and then he comes back here, Paddy being Paddy is 100% just going to get on the tram and go about his life and yeah. we won't see him for a couple of months because he wasn't like a a friend who was part of our friendship group. We knew him from high school and if all his friends went on an excursion somewhere or like went to a sports day that he didn't go to, he'd come and find us and hang out with us Yeah, and we'd all shoot the shit. But we weren't like close friends. So I was like, he's just going to, if we leave and he comes back to the tram stop, he's just going to get on the tram. We're not going to see him for six months. Yeah. And so we're sitting there waiting and it's starting to rain. We're like, this is bullshit. And these two girls come around a corner and uh, they're like, hey, uh, hey, hello, excuse me. Like, yeah, what, hello, hi, hi. <laughs> Put on the charm. Yeah. Walking do you, do you know Pat? Do you, is, do you know a guy named Patty? And we're like, e- maybe, why? Like, oh, he's been bashed. <laughs> oh, no. Where is he? It's like, he's around the corner. It's like, why is he not? Like, is he okay? Is he coming here? What's going on? 
I'm like, oh, no, he's over there. He's, he's, he's trying to, but he's looking for his phone. Like, oh, okay. And then so he, I don't really remember, but I think eventually he came around the corner because I remember we didn't go looking for him. We were <laughs> talking fun. to these girls because I think he'd written something down on paper. Uh, it's all very vague now, but there was like an exercise book that was all wet and raining. I think they were trying to get, he was trying to get their phone number or give our phone number to them or something like that. There was some weird exchange of stuff and he didn't just show up around the corner. Eventually shows up around the corner and he looks like shit. He looks like someone who's just been rolled for possessions okay. by like five people. <laughs> yeah. And uh, like, what the fuck happened? He's like, I don't know, man. I was walking with them. And then all of a sudden one of them was like, you know, get him or whatever. And then they all just like punch. One of them punched me in the face and I fell down and then they all just started stomping me. And then they took my phone and my wallet. Like for fuck's sake, Pat. Why you always do this shit? <laughs> <laughs> it was just fucking so him that he would get into that situation. Now, obviously, we all know that that's victim blaming, but it's just like, Jesus Christ, Pat. <laughs> You're always fucking doing this. Pat. And then this is the thing that reminded me of when you were like, you know, you got punched in the face by a guy who tried to steal your car and yeah. then you just went home. Yeah. We're like, well, fucking hell, next tram's in five minutes. Come on. So we got on the tram and he was like, he was like, my arm's fucking killing me. His hand was swollen. His jaw was like bloody. He had like cuts and shit on his face and his jaw. So we made a, because he's wearing a suit, we made a sling out of his tie, made a sling for his arm because he's like, my arm is fucking killing me. (laughs) Then we're um, we're sitting on the tram going back into the city and he's drunk and he's just been punched. And I was talking to Steve about this recently. Steve's like, I 100% think that he had a concussion because he wasn't making any sense when we were talking to him. I was like, I just thought it was because it's Patty. That's just what he's like when he's drunk. (laughs) He's like, no, but he's making less sense than usual. We're sitting on the tram going back into the city and every now and then because of like, I, I guess his arm would just start throbbing again and he'd just go, oh, <laughs> fuck, <laughs> oh. And other people are on the tram and they're looking around like, Pat, shut up. You're embarrassing us. <laughs> <laughs> just, yes, we get it. You're sore. Yelling's not going to fix it. Be quiet. Shut the fuck up. People are looking. <laughs> they'd be quiet again and be like, oh, there's fucking dogs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they fucking dogged me. <laughs> like, Pat, shut up. Stop swearing. If you have to yell, just moan. <coughs> and uh, so we get on the tram. We get back into the city. It's still going. It's still going. We get back into the city. I love and he's this. like, oh, my fucking shoulder. Oh, I want to go to the joint bar. <laughs> <laughs> the joint bar. It's on Elizabeth Street. It's this place that he was obsessed with. I don't know why. It's just a bar. It's not like a bar that has joints. It's no, not like no, some no. Interesting it's, just, it's just called the joint bar. I I don't, it was, it's probably got some reason like, oh, because it's the original joint <laughs> no, between Flinders Street and blah, blah. I thought it might have been like a cigar bar or something. No, no, it's, it's just, just like, a bar. No, just it's just a regular bar. bar. <laughs> you just, he's always banging on about the joint bar back then. Oh, fuck. And like, you can't, what are you talking about? We need to go home, man. It's late. It's Tuesday. <laughs> it's tu- it was, I think it was a Tuesday, Monday or Tuesday. It definitely wasn't the weekend. Oh, fuck me. And I'm like, Pat, <sighs> we need to go home, man. You, you probably need to see a doctor. He's like, no, I want to go to the joint bar. And then we get to the joint bar. He's like, I'm going in. And they're like, Pat, you're banned. Go away. We told you you can't come back in. Yeah, the bouncer <laughs> tells him he's not allowed in. And they know his name. And they know his name. <laughs> because he's been there. He, yeah. And he's, they're just like, you're not coming. He's like, oh, for fuck's sake, holding his arm up. Yeah, you've banned somebody and they yeah. come up with a bloody face asleep. He's like, is he okay? What's going on with him? We're like, oh, he got rolled before. He's like, have you called an ambulance? He looks pretty shit. We're like, oh. So I call Triple O. Yeah. Like uh, fire, police, or ambulance, whatever it is they say. Yeah. I'm like, uh, ambulance, please. We call the ambulance. I'm like, what's up? I'm like, oh, my friend, uh, he's been beaten up and he's saying that his, his arm is sore. 
his face is pretty bloody and stuff like that. Like, okay, where did this happen? Like, well, this happened in North Melbourne, but we're in the CBD now. Like, okay, so you walked to the CBD, did you? Like, yeah, like, we, we we took a tram. It was very embarrassing. <laughs> um, like, okay, so is he he's conscious and breathing? Like, yeah. I mean, he's a bit drunk, so it's like, well, it's hard to get information out of him, but he seems like he's quite, he's in bad shape. Like, okay. Well, look, if you've made it that far, maybe just take him to the hospital then. If he's he's okay and he's conscious and he's just in a bit of pain, it might just be an idea to just go to a hospital with him. We're like, um, all right then. I guess if that you guys are the professionals, we'll just do that then. Mm-hmm. Like, Pat, we're going to take you to hospital. It's like, all right, fine. I want to agree, don't Can't Jesus. get into the joint bar. May as well go to a hospital. Yeah, that's the next best thing. Six of one, get half of the other. Yeah. <laughs> I love the idea of the bouncers being there and being like, and you guys wander off to go do your thing. And you're like- is Pat wearing a suit? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we um we go to some hospital because we back in these days didn't really know the city that well. So we're just looking around for a hospital. And we're like, do you know where a hospital is? Because with old shitty old timey phones. It's 2010. It's, yeah, <laughs> but maybe it was like 2009 even. It might have even been earlier than that. Like yeah. we were very fresh out of school and – it wasn't that smartphones weren't around. The iPhone came out in like, what, 07 or something, 06? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we, we weren't fucking moneyed up. We weren't getting $1,000 iPhones. I get you. So I think we still had like flip phones back then. I wasn't using maps till like 2013. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, someone directed us to a hospital. We go in, we're like, ta-da, here he is. And he looked bad. Like, I'm not a doctor, but if I saw him on the street, I'd be like, you need medical attention, sir. <laughs> yeah. He's got his arm in a sling and he's not standing normal either. Um we're like, hey, this is what happened. Tell them the whole story. And they're like, oh, okay. Do you have private health cover? Like, it's Patty. No, he doesn't. Yeah. Like, okay. Mm, yeah, we probably probably can't really do anything. I mean, we can, but, the, the you know, he's going to get billed for it. You're probably best off to go to a public hospital. I'm like, well, what? Where? Where is that? Well, just down the road. Gonna... I think we ended up going to St. Vinny's. Yeah, yeah. But at some point in the night after or before that, we went to the police station. You know what? Maybe before the hospital, we went to the police station. So we go into the police station, the one on uh, down near Flinders Street. We go in there like, this is what happened. And we tell him what happened. And like, Jesus Christ. So he, he takes a statement from him and stuff. And he's like, what happened? And where did you go? And what happened? Da, 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 da. And he- I did a crushing set yeah. down at the Giggle Factory. So anyway, <laughs> I'm a stand-up comedian. That's what you need to know about me first and foremost. <laughs> so he, um, he goes to- Gives a statement and stuff. And I think maybe it was the, the copper who was like, you should probably go to a hospital, dude. And so I think then we took him to the hospital after speaking to the cop. And we take him to the hospital. He finally gets in there and they're just like, yeah, he's, he's pretty bad. We're going to admit him. We're not just going to like patch him up and send him on his way. He's going to be here overnight. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Well, sorry. Like, why didn't you bring him earlier? So we didn't know. We called and they said just like, just leave him, go. So then the cop ended up giving us a lift home. That was pretty cool. Drove us uh, in the in the cop car, and uh, then I was just talking about about it to Pat recently. So he's still in contact with Pat. So Pat's alive. Oh yeah, he, he's still kicking around. Um, and I was like, what what ended up happening with that? Like, what what were your injuries? Turns out he had <laughs> he broke two bones in his hand, broken nose, broken collarbone, and uh, a concussion as a result of being knocked out. Oh my god! And we were just walking around the city with him. Jesus Christ. And uh, Steve, because I, I was talking to Steve about it, trying to remember all the shit that happened. He was like, oh, yeah, he's got photos. I'll show you the photos. 
You can you get to see Patty. Oh my god! Can I put? Oh, can you ask Patty if we can put this on the Patreon? Because he took photos that night. I've got to find them. But yeah. Anyway, that's pretty much that the giant long story, and it was told not that well because it was phenomenal. I enjoyed every second of it. Now we're going to go into the real podcast, <laughs> even though this was recorded at the end of the podcast. Uh, editing. Ooh, GMAT. Yay. Hello, and welcome to episode 124 of the GMAT podcast. Deal breakers. Deal breakers. Deal breakers. The only show endorsed by the GMAT Poopcast. Today's episode of the podcast is brought to you by our merch, which is <laughs> available at teespring.com forward slash stores forward slash the world GMAT. Go get yourself some shirts, some socks, some jumpies, a uh, uh, yeah, phone case. Get it all. Mugs. Mugs. More mugs than you know what to do with. Um, that intro was brought to you by Toei Datsun. That's very good. It was a very strong My intro. My only complaint about that intro is it's about four minutes too short. <laughs> I could have to listen to that for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> and you know, I think we forget that the intros are supposed to get us in the zone. And that really has because... Uh, hasn't been that for a while. It's just been whatever because you've been running out and yeah, whatnot. Yeah. But, uh, you know, that was I, a very I, good I one. love a, a setup. I love it. I love when the intro sets the tone for the rest of the podcast. Yeah. And it hit from all angles because it was a gag, it was a callback, and it was an intro that was, you know, it was a proper intro. Yeah, it was really good. It I'm, had it all. I'm really, I'm I'm proud of Toby Datsun. If you'd like to submit an intro, please do so. Send it to contact at therealgemat.tv and on the Discord. You do it anyways. It's awesome. Hello. My name is Matthew. I'm the host of the Gym Map Podcast. Today, I'm uh, I'm joined by a- another young man um, who suffers from a rare affliction. Uh, he's if he says the letter K, his head explodes. Uh, um, Ryan, thank you for joining us today. Uh, how are you feeling? Uh, couldn't be better. Couldn't be better. Oh, that's good to hear. Did you uh did you come in today on the on the train? Uh no, I drove my go-kart. Uh, yes, it's anarchy here in the studio. Let's get that body out of here. That's dragon. It's like a radio play. Oh, there it goes out the door. <laughs> Thank you for taking that body out, Manuel. No problem, sir. Thank you. Um, Ben, would you like to come into the room? Yeah, so well, you can probably do, Ben. <laughs> I don't know. I got to get into the character. I haven't seen the script yet. I'm joined today by Ben J. Thank you so much for having me. And no Aiden. And no my parents this week. Finally. Finally fuck a podcast it. without your parents. I wish they would fuck off and stop being on the podcast. Can you give me your internal review of the podcast? What was it? We'll do like a little press junket. So let's just imagine that it's a black room and we're okay. sitting in those director chairs okay. and you've got a poster of like GMAT podcast, feet, mum and Rob. And then I'm in there and I'm like, so what was it like to work with mum and Rob? They're really professional. Um, they're really uh, hardworking. Uh, they were scared of everything that was in front of them, and uh, and they had a great time. It was when I when I did this, like I told them we we're doing the podcast. Well, I didn't I didn't tell them. I said, "Hey, me and Ben and Aiden, I can have a lot of time this week to do the podcast. Well, you reckon maybe on Thursday night when I come down, you guys would do it?" Rob wasn't keen. Um, oh yeah, but he got talked into it, um, and he, he 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 enjoyed it. Like they both enjoyed it. In the end of it, they're like, "That was so much fun." I was like, "Yeah, I know." Um, and then, uh, I, I went down and I went and they said, okay, so what do we do? When are we doing it? I'm like, I'm like, let's just do it now. And I was like, okay, all right. 
And then I went and like, wait, 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 what's going on? I'm like, I'll just guess I'll set it up. I'll set it up at the kitchen. Oh, oh, what's the setup like? So they just think they're going to be talking into an iPhone. Yeah, I don't know what they thought. Like, just thought, all right, we'll do a podcast. Go. And then it just like somehow. It would be recorded by the internet. Yeah. They're like, oh, the internet, you know, we'll pick it up through Spotify the- does it, doesn't it? Yeah. I've got that one on my phone that tells me what the songs are when I hold the songs. So it's <laughs> just record like our podcast into Shazam. <laughs> the Shazam podcast. Um, so I uh, I went in and I put the mixer down. And I love when it's, it's, <laughs> it's not just Rob. I think it's all middle-aged men. You know, hands in the pocket, looking over at everything, being like, oh, yeah. what's that do? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, vol- oh, so that does the um the volume. Let's see. Yeah, yeah. Oh, how's that, how much does that run you up? You reckon that one? <laughs> so I, was showing, I showed him the mixer and I told him all the stuff. By the way, when I showed you this mixer that we got, yeah, I was like, look at this. And you were excited about the things because it's got a bunch of cool features on it. Like everyone has their own headphone port and all the headphone ports have individual controls. You can connect your Bluetooth. Bluetooth. You just chuck the SD card and it all does it all itself. It's yeah. got a soundboard built. It's, it's a phenomenal thing. He couldn't care less. Yeah. And I showed him all the features. I like, oh, it's really cool. And he's like, oh, yeah. These faders are a bit plasticky, aren't they? They're going to come <laughs> off. <laughs> so, um, and then I started setting up the microphones and... Mum, mum, this it's almost like a it was almost like a sketch where I'm, it's me, Rob, and Mum standing in a room. And she goes, "What do you need three mics for?" So <laughs> <laughs> I am on the buses gear. <laughs> There's no one else there. They've we've all agreed to do it. We all know we're doing it. It's like, what do we need three for? She thinks <laughs> you're like a acapella band. You're just gonna stand around the same microphone. Yeah. So I um editing it was a nightmare. How did you answer that question? What question? The, oh, the, why yeah. do you need three? I said, because we all, I just, I was like, we all need a microphone. We're all talking. Right. You were like, so in the zone of the professional, illustrious host of the GMAT podcast, you didn't even have time to wind her up. No, I think I'm just Because so, she's asked perfectly legitimate questions before, and I've heard you just gaslight her with nonsense. I think that's the thing. When she asks a legitimate question, I'll gaslight her because, yeah. You know, but if she asks a question that's kind of dumb, I'm like, I'm just so baffled by it. I just want to give her the answer. Yeah, okay. So she's like, what do we need to I'm like, because we all need a microphone to speak with our mouths. She's like, oh, okay. I'm like, uh, and it was easy as that. And then, oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, of course. She's like, oh, okay. Well, I suppose if you've run the numbers and looked at the data, that makes sense. I'm not going to get into all that. <laughs> I um, I gave him a, a setup before it. I was like, all right, so I'm going to do the thing. When we do the ad read, I need to get the ad read out. Or we went blah, 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 blah. And I was like, just gave him all this. But then throughout the entire podcast, even though I said, talking to the microphones, I'm like, don't be scared of the microphone. <laughs> yeah. If you keep your lips yeah. near it, doesn't matter how loud you are it will bring it down. If you're quiet, it'll bring it up. Just be near the microphone. And it was like this, like the, like the whole time. Yeah. Like this far away. And, and I was working. I was I was sitting in the middle and they were on my left and right, but we were all quite close. Like I could have reached out and touched them because we're just around the kitchen table. And so I kept doing all through the podcast, I kept getting the microphone, just my finger and moving it to closer to their mouth because they were on a swivel. All I had yeah. to do was go, boo, boo. <laughs> Or every three minutes when they started talking. And I felt like a dick that every time they started talking, I just go push into their <laughs> face. Push into their face every single year. And mum was like, stop pushing it in my face. I'm like, no one could fucking hear you. So then when I edited it, I had to like normalize the track, which I never have to do with us mm. to get everyone's volumes to be the same. And then even then I had to like bring, it was, yeah, it was a part. People enjoyed it. People enjoyed them and news. they had a good time. And that's, Huge all reviews. That, that's all that matters, I think. You're talking about uh, Rob being a dad looking at it and your mum being a mum. Just like, what are we here? This reminds me of my favorite story of Steve and his parents. Because his parents are like, they're just so fucking parents. 
Yeah. Like they're just like when you think about parents. If you think of a mum, yep. that's Steve's mum. Going like, oh, can I get you something to eat? Do we do anything? Are you comfortable? I um whenever I go over there, it's like, oh, a bit of food and, and what's going on? And like cares. His mum cares about what's going on. Even though you're not their kid. Yeah, no, not at all. And and Steve and I we've been friends since high school, but it's not like I was always over his house all the time. I'm not like the the extra son that they have. Yeah. Um but yeah, they're always she's always like, Oh no, how's things and what's going on and food and always like very caring about what's happening to other people. And his dad's like, Oh, what sort of car are you driving these days? <laughs> Wants to know about the car and how much yeah. horsepower the car has and like all that sort of shit. And he um in his uh for some reason he was catching up with his parents on his birthday. Because he's uh, got no one. <laughs> no, <laughs> no he's just like they were, I think like timetables weren't matching up and stuff. So it wasn't like they were going to have a dinner or something. It's like, oh, well, look, we'll come out and we'll just do a quick lunch and we'll go, you know, we'll cruise around the shopping center. You can just find something that you like and we'll grab it and then we'll go and do whatever it is we have to do. Yep. And so I was like, I need a new pair of shoes if you want to buy me some shoes. Like, oh, okay, well, cool. Me and your father will come down and we'll go to the supermarket. And so they went across to, to whatever, you know, the shopping center. Yeah, yeah. So they went across there and just the picture of him, because you haven't seen Steve. He's six foot six. Yeah. He has a giant beard. Yeah. And uh, he was describing to me just like how, uh, maybe the story's only funny because of his frustration <laughs> and knowing how demure he is all the time. Yeah. But he was saying that he was standing in there um, and his mum grabs him these shoes that he doesn't like at all. <laughs> try them on. Just try these ones. Look nice, don't they? Just try these on. What do you think? Like, I'm not going to buy those shoes. So they'll be, I'm not buying those shoes. Yeah. So just try them. Can you just try them on so I can see him? And so he puts on the shoes and um, then his mum gets down on one knee and she's pressing to find where his toe is. <laughs> At this stage, like a 25-year-old man who's six foot six. And she's pressing to... And where's your toe? Is it comfortable? And then his dad How at the same... T- at that, at this time. This oh, is sorry. I'm so sorry. And then uh, at the same time that's happening, his dad's grabbing shoes off the shelf and folding them in half. He goes, oh, you don't want this. This is low quality. This will come apart in a month. <laughs> that's so dumb. Uh, yeah, I get that. When I, I, I Just when I went down with my mum, I went shopping with her and in the supermarket, in the, the grocery store, she's like, now, do you need this? Do you need this? Do you need that? Do you need that? And I was, and and I don't know why I get uncomfortable when people are around and people are hearing me. Mm. She's like, you got shampoo? You got conditioner? And I'm, like, I'm like, I'm fine, mum. I got Mama, it. Mum, don't. She goes, quick stop at SPC. Do you need any canned fruit? Any, yeah, you, you're good on canned Has tomatoes? anyone ever needed canned fruit? Uh, I have canned fruit. The entire top shelf of my pantry, which is quite, I don't know, it's like 30 centimetres tall is and deep, is just filled with canned fruit. Yeah, but that, you're a, an international streamer of game and humor content, of course you're going to have a whole shelf full of canned of fruit, but I'm, no one needs it. Of course I'm going to keep canned fruit for five years. Because you can. <laughs> Shut up. So that was uh, that was all interesting with my folks. I did, um, <laughs> the night I got there was, I, I was going to go to uh, Pizza Hut because you got the idea of Pizza Hut in my head. Um, but I didn't want to go alone. So I went, uh, I messaged my buddy Dylan and said, do you want to go get Pizza Hut? And he was like, yeah, for sure. Um, Do we know Dylan? You've never met Dylan. Is Dylan part of the law? No, no. Okay, he's just an old mate. He's he's one of my few friends left in. He's he's probably my only friend left in Shepparton. Like, he's not the one who stacked the bike. No, he's not the one who you jammed uh, Happy Meals in the back of his car. No, I like Dylan. Okay, yeah, yeah. He's just a friend. He's just a, a friend, and and like my my two friends, Bruce and Ben, have both left Shepparton, and he was one. He was my other like really close friend, and he stayed there. So he's, yeah, okay. every time I go to Shepparton, I'll go and say good day to him. Um, so we're gonna go to Pizza Hut. And go back to his place, have a drink, and then I was going to go home. Um, but when I got to Pizza Hut, he said, Buck, man, I've been caught up at work. I can't come. Um, 
but come by my house in like an hour and we'll hang out. I was like, for sure. But I was like, what do I do for an hour? I can't go into pizza by myself. But I did. Yeah. And I went did. in by myself and I paid the, it was $15 for all you can eat. Had some pizza, had some pasta, had some diarrhea, had a soda pop. Ice cream? I, no, no, I didn't have ice cream. But there was a lot of kids there and I was weird. I was by myself and I didn't want to be like grown man going up into the line with all these kids. Being like, I want to get my soft serve. So that was the line, was it? Yeah. Fully grown man sitting there eating alone. You didn't think they'd be like, oh my God, this man's on his own. He's, he's staring at the children. What's he doing? Is, it, is this man a pedophile? No, no, he hasn't had any soft serve. Oh, oh, so he's just a guy. Eating I always there. draw weird mental lines like that. Things okay. where I think personally that's too far for me. And I think it's the way you eat ice cream probably. It's just and you just sort of lick the tip and let it melt down your hand. <laughs> and you just, never actually take a bite. It's just the whole the bite. Ew. It's the whole <laughs> the whole embarrassment of being in line with my little my little bowl with a line of kids. I think like, it's the fact that you can only eat soft serve ice cream when you're staring into the eyes of a child. That's probably the thing that makes you. Please don't bring your personal behaviors into my life. Don't reflect onto me. You're my weird. personal behaviors of observing you doing that. No. If you, okay. Head explodes. Throwback. Quick throwback. Nice one. So I went around to Dylan's place. Yep. After that. And he said, um, I, I parked my car in his driveway, just sort of a bit so off the driveway. Yeah. <laughs> and then I went inside and he was like, hey, uh, you got anything in your car? And I was like, what do you mean? He goes, this is a real bad, like, and I knew it was a bad neighborhood, but I didn't realize it was that bad. He's like, just, I'm like, I left my wallet in there. He's like, don't leave you. Just bring your wallet inside. Wallet. Yeah. I didn't think it was that big a deal. I was only going to be there for a few hours. Um, And it was like, I've got it in the glove box now. He's like, he's like, put it. Take, like, get your wallet, get anything else that you don't want taken, leave your car unlocked because people will smash a window. And I was yeah. like, really? It's, it's just better. It's just better if you leave it unlocked and you take anything out that people would take. Just leave the doors open. Yeah, well, I mean, I, yeah, exactly. I left the doors open and then someone took a can of Coke that was on my front thing. Not a Coke, a can of Coke, no sugar. And uh, and that was it. I thought so that it was, actually happened. It actually for real happened. That's funny. Surely that's a prank he's playing. No neighborhood is that bad. I have no idea. He's, he's not like- It's like the Simpsons when they're trying to get rid of the trampoline. They're like, just put a bike lock on it and turn it <laughs> out for four seconds. <laughs> and that's what it's like. He wasn't he, he wasn't in like the Gange Street area of where I live, which is like the real bad place where you wouldn't mm. even park your car. But he's in a pretty rough area. Um, you know, in a three bedroom house to himself for 150 a week, kind of. Like it's, it's not a great area. I'm gonna have to move. How much to move there? Yeah. Do you like your, let me ask you a question. Do you like having your car left unlocked overnight? Makes it easy. I don't have to lock it when I go back to it. That's perfect. Do you like uh, walls that are all different uh, wallpapers? Varieties of spice of life. Do you like carpets mixed with hardwood in weird cut off sections? Value for money. Do you like holes in the wall that you didn't make? Can I put cat piss in them? Of course. Do you like a laundry that has an inbuilt dryer that doesn't work? It's just more shelves to put things on. And I always say dryers are just shelves you haven't met yet. And <laughs> and let me ask you one more question. Mm. Do you like power sockets that go in and out of the wall? So if you push too hard, it goes into the wall and then you have to fetch it out without zapping yourself. Perfect. Then I can just take it out with the extension cord. I never have to actually plug anything in. Well, I then I have the property for you. Oh, which yeah. you can get if you talk to a private landlord <laughs> down in Shepparton. Wearing, no doubt, a stained white wife beater. Yeah, and he lives across the road. Yeah. <laughs> you, you make a lot noisier than that. You don't, I don't want that value to go down. One of the lease agreements is he can come and get whatever he wants out of my fridge whenever. <laughs> he gets one shelf on the fridge and can tether his internet over the street via Ethernet cable. But the shelf is whatever shelf I put stuff on. Yeah. 
Sounds so, good to me because I got all oh, you can eat Pizza Hut, baby. It's quite close as well. It's like a five minute drive, which is kind of cool. It's not close enough. No, no deal. You want to be, you want to have it on the back. I want to be in the action. <laughs> you want to just, let's just get you a job at Pizza Hut. I want to smell the pizza being reheated <sighs> from my house. So gross. It's not good pizza. No, I really like the pasta though. It's hard to fuck pasta yeah. up. Well, I think they do a, They do their best. I, I just chuck handfuls of cheese on. I'm like, yeah, give it to me, so baby. So what you're saying is you like cheese. I do like cheese. Because yeah. um, when we went there, it was very cardboardy. A moist cardboard, the base. The, the pizza base. Pizza, yeah. And then the pasta was just like, the sauce was, there was no chunks. There was no difference in color. It was very homogenized. It was like paint. We went during that period between lunch and dinner. Right. Which is probably not a good time to go. But you think because they had to be like, oh, yeah, no, come in and sit down. It'll just take a minute for us to get everything going for you. You would think then that would be fresher. Wait, is that what happened? I thought it was just the stuff left over from lunch. I seem, to, I seem to remember we got there after lunch and they were like, we're closing down. But, we, you know, like they were doing, they were making stuff and there was a bunch of stuff left over. But we kind of had a mix. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, the pizza was not good. Yeah. That's all I can say about but it. But it was cheap. But the soft serve, out of this world. <laughs> um, I'll tell you what else happened. This is not a funny story. This is not, let me preface this, everybody. This is not a funny story. This is not a funny story about something that happened. But on my way to Shepparton, and you're the only person I haven't told this to, because okay. I called Beck and I called Aiden <laughs> and I called my dad yeah. and I called my mum. I called everybody um, and and I didn't call you. Wow. Okay. You know, because I don't know. I guess I know where we stand. Because I don't know. You know, I don't have your number right. Yes, you do. Don't no, me. I've only got your Facebook. That's all I've got. You could have called me there. No, I can't because then I have to open my phone up and do stuff while I'm on the road. I can't just go, hey, yeah. Google, can you? Yeah. All right. Um, so. Good cover. Go on. I'm driving. Yep. And there's two motorcyclists. I'm going 110 on the Hume. No, just before the Hume on the Greensboro. Going 100. And these motorcycles, two of them, one flies past me and he's going, I would, he would have to be going 160 plus because he went f- like, he zoomed past me twice my speed. He zoomed? He zoomed, he really Jesus. went. And then I was like, whoa, Jesus. And then another guy zoomed and the two motorcycles were together. And I saw the second guy better, but I, they were both wearing like shorts, t-shirts. I could see their backs and their Ooh. bellies because of the way their shirts were flapping up. Yeah. Like there was no protection. One of them had tattoos all over his leg. Like I, I saw everything. And then I was like, fucking dickheads. And then I pulled under the Hume. And I drove for like 10 minutes. And then on the side of the road, there were all these cars pulled over. Oh, yeah. People on the phone, like around 10 people. And I was like, I wonder what that's about. And then 100 meters down the road, easily, there was just shards and shards and pieces and then a totaled bike. And I was like, that person is dead. Without a doubt in my mind, that yeah. person's dead. And I think they went through the... um. What's he, what do you call that barricade? Probably just a barricade on the edge of, <laughs> on the edge of the highway. I don't know exactly where you're talking about. It's like if you're on a, if you're on a, if you're driving down like any sort of rural highway, there's yeah. like there's like a barrier on the outside. Yeah, on the outside. Yeah, of the, yeah. I think he's flown off that because it goes on a sort of like a woody foresty area. Mm. I think he's just flown off into the woods, and his bike kept going, and it went really far. Yeah. Well, so that's what I saw. Shouldn't have been zooming. Shouldn't have been zooming. Yeah, yeah. I said some bad things when he went past me. He, yep. I, I said things when he drove past me that made me worried that I had the power to kill people with my mind. Only people that you don't know that slightly barely inconvenienced you at all. No, it didn't inconvenience me at all. But I was like, that's dangerous. It would have given you a fright because you're a very jumpy person, I think. <laughs> if it was a kind of a loud bike, yeah, 
It would be like, oh, you fucking dig it. Fuck it. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, that was pretty much it. Yeah. And then, okay. I, yeah. And then I saw him. By the way, I don't know what happened. I don't know what the second guy. Um, there was only one bike. The other guy wasn't pulled over. It then knew what happened. I made assumptions. Maybe they were like messing around and goofing around with each other while they were driving. And maybe they both crashed and one of the bikes went off into the woods and the other one went down the road. I don't know. I don't make know. an assumption here that uh, if you're wearing no gear and you're zooming at like twice the speed limit, yeah, you're probably not a super bright person. Yeah, so I can't imagine that you would have the wherewithal to stop for something like that. Or maybe he was just way far ahead and didn't even see it happen. Oh, I get what you mean. Like he was ahead of his mate and his mate crashed yeah. and he didn't even know. And he's zooming so fast that yeah. he's not even gonna. By the time the bike, you know, hits the ground and flings and does all that stuff, he's like, yeah down the road yeah he could be fucking 50 minutes down the road in front thinking he's in front of his mate yeah and then be like oh, where's ronald and then he pulls over and he has that point where he's like oh man i was i was fucking zooming I was look fl- how far ahead of him i am <laughs> i'm really far ahead geez how slow was he going why was he taking so long <laughs> and then it flips like oh fuck and then he realizes and there's some point there where he's like yes i am the best i drove way quicker than my mate to like oh no yeah it's been too long Welcome to the comedy podcast, everyone. <laughs> I'm really bummed out. Oh, yeah. I'm in a bummed out mood. What's my, that? My voice is still... I went and got that s- scope on my voice. Where they, I oh. thought they were going to put a camera down my nose. Um, I, I thought it was going to be a wonky camera. I thought it was going to be like a, a loose cable or something. They put feet down my nose so they can look at my throat while I sing. Yeah. But he pulled it out and it was a metal bar. Like, I don't know. How long is that? Yeah, uh, it's the length of one of those little swords that one of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles has. <laughs> Not the one with the full length sword, the one that has two ones with the little S's that come off the side. That's so true, it is. Yeah. Um, and it was as thick as my finger. It was some metal bar with a camera on the end. And um, he was like, all right, so we'll. we'll what are they the- called? I want to know what they're called so we can just say them and people can look them up. <laughs> Smooth transition. Size. Size. S A I S. Cool. So, anyways. Let's just the, confirm uh, that quickly before we get into it. <laughs> Before yeah. we get into it. If you Google S-A-I-S, you'll see exactly the length and shape and width of the thing. Of the sigh. That got put into the G throat. Uh, so it went down. So I uh, I sat. He told me it was going to go in my mouth. I was like, oh, that's annoying. Um, I didn't. I thought it was going to be a less interesting. So you parked your car in his driveway and then you went in there. No, I was at a, a hospital thing. A hospital thing. No, it was like a building, like a medical building. <laughs> a medical building, yeah. Getting less specific as we go. <laughs> it was a large square with doctors inside. So I went inside of the doctor square. Yeah. <laughs> and I um I had to sit on a lean forward. Like I had to sit upright and then just angle my body forward. Like one of those computer chairs that has your kneel on it, but it doesn't have a backrest. <laughs> yeah, exactly like that. Yeah. Your your examples are off the charts yeah. today. And then he just kinda like uh, fed it down my throat, pushed it into my he went, he went, All right, breathe out. When I push it in, breathe out. I went, is it in your mouth? Or? Yeah, yeah, in yep. my mouth. And I push it into my throat. Mm-hmm. And then you go, and then it gets to a point where it's past the gagging point. So I'm kind of just going, like I'm not really gagging. Like a cat. Saw movie. Yeah, it was the worst. And he's not looking at me while he's doing it. He's looking at a TV. Imagine that if he's looking right in your eyes. No, like, no, not in my eyes, but like looking into my mouth so we can see what he's doing. But he's looking at the camera off to the right while he's just like feeding this thing into me. And I'm like, and then they're like, uh, can you, uh, all right, can you sing on an R? And I was like, oh, and like, can you run some sorrows? Oh, <laughs> it was the worst. And then they say, can you sing? Oh, by the way, he's got my tongue in gauze. He's holding my tongue while he's doing it. So it's even more of a horror film. Mm. And he's like, now, can you sing an E? And I'm like, it's almost impossible to sing an E sound 
with your tongue Can I out. get some pitch? <laughs> Can you just play, just give me a C. Um, <clears throat> so he's got my tongue pulled out and my mouth's wide open and there's a thing in my throat. They're like, go E. And I'm like, uh, I can't do it. It's, yeah. uh, it, was, it, was, it was very difficult. And then they take breaks. They'd be like, all right, give him a break. <laughs> give him a break like a touch scene. All right, give him a fucking break. <laughs> Pulls it out. And I'm like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Go again. You know, it was that three times over. Three the, times. Yeah. And then at the end of it, they're like, well, it looks like there's no damage. Um, they wanted to see if my vocal folds were flapping in sync because there's a left one and a right one. Like we couldn't really get a picture of that. The equipment's been a bit dodgy today. <laughs> oh, we didn't have this camera on. Sorry. <laughs> they have the camera, but there's a strobe light on it. But apparently the strobe light wasn't working at the right setting and they couldn't get a good picture. So they need to put on some Darude sandstorm <laughs> to get the folds <laughs> for the strobe. <laughs> um, and of course, I still had to pay the full amount. Of course. Even though I didn't get the reading I paid for. Um, and they cost more because they have the strobe light, which enraged me. Um, it's here. I mean, we're not using it on you, but you're going to pay for it. We've oh got to no, pay it off. We're using it, but it's just, it's, added, it's something's wrong with it. I'm like, okay, cool. So maybe charge me a little bit less. <laughs> no, no, of course not. We have to pay for the strobe repairman to come in and look at the strobe. <laughs> yeah. So they, uh, they determine that I have silent reflux, which is like acid reflux, except that I don't feel anything. My voice just does this. And if I, you know, if I don't treat it well. And right now I'm a, I'm a little bit sick, but um, it's, it's still pretty bad. So that's been stressful. And one of the big things that I have to do to fix it is lower my stress. And I don't know about you, but has anybody ever told you to calm down and that has worked? You're a bit of a cycle, aren't you? Yeah, when someone said, when they're like, you need to, you need to just stress, be less stressed. And I'm like, well, fucking, how do I do that, cunt? They didn't appreciate that when I said that. <laughs> and that increased their stress. And then in turn, your stress was increased by that. And it's just, that's, the vicious cycle that you're in. And they're like, you're not allowed to smoke weed anymore. I was like, well then what the fuck am I supposed to do? Sorry, you said contain my stress, did you not? <laughs> I believe you said no, zero, like bring your stress down, but I can't smoke or eat any good food or- We need you to maintain your stress, but uh, break up with your girlfriend, become homeless, shut down your channel, uh, stop smoking weed, just uh, and uh, maintain your, uh, get some lower stress happening. I would rather do all those things and cut out garlic and tomato. Tomato? Smooth transition. Hello, and welcome to part two of episode <laughs> of the GMAT podcast. So, talking about lowering our stress. And I'm like, oh, did we just lose the entire podcast? Because the power cut out? <clears throat> well, anyways, so that's what I got. That's what I got to do. I got to cut out a lot of foods. I'm not allowed to think. I'm not allowed to eat three hours before bed. I'm not allowed to, all this stuff I'm not allowed to do now. And that's, uh, it is lame. I just have to go and get an endoscope. I have to go to an endoscopy thing and get a camera on my bum and down my throat and all this yeah. stuff. I just so you had the frontoscope, now you got to go and do the endoscope. I just don't want to do any of it. I don't want to do any of it. I don't do any of it, man. How come? It's just all this shit. It's just the whole having to fucking take a whole day off to go and get a camera up your bum. I don't want to do any of that shit. Mm. You want to do it from the comfort <laughs> of your own home yeah. while you're working. Yes, please. I want them like regular. I want them to cut a, a hole in the bottom of the chair. Not that chair, obviously, because that's a great chair. Mm. I want them to cut a hole in the bottom of a bad chair and get it done. Bad chair. <laughs> You're a bad chair. Yep. Mm. I tell you, I saved a life the other day. No. Oh, well, saved a life the other day. So, Go what's on. going on with you other than the endoscope and the. Huh? Saved a life. Oh, oh, no. So, I was driving home. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what a cluster. <clears throat> I was driving home. 
in the new out, you saw this guy who was alone on a motorcycle, two guys on a motorcycle, and you yeah. went, that's dangerous. I got to get rid of one of them. Yeah. <laughs> Go, they're encouraging each other. Yeah. Cut down the problem at source. Thank you. Um, so I was driving home and I was coming along our street here. You know how we've got those little chicanes, like little S-bends? <laughs> instead of speed bumps, they put in like a little kink in the road. So yeah. you have to go, well, left, right. So you can't just speed through at a hund. Doesn't slow me down. <laughs> nah, me either. I'm a professional. <laughs> a chicane. Uh, I've never heard it called a chicane. No? No. Well, there you go. Is that what they're called? Chicanes? Or is this? Yeah. Okay, cool. So yep. I understand them to be called from car racing. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, I was driving home and... At the first chicane, mm-hmm. down the other end, just on the other side of it. So as soon as you go, you go right and then you turn left, right at the outside of it was just a car in the middle of the road, just sitting there um, facing, not either way that you would drive. It was like at a right angle to that. Oh. So it was perpendicular to the road. Like it had pulled out of its driveway, but just- Yeah, something like turning. that. But it was just like, it was just sitting there <coughs> in the middle of the road. It didn't look like there was any damage or anything. And I managed to just squeeze my car through and drive past. I was like, what the fuck? Is this like a... I was like, is it an Uber each driver? I don't know what the fuck they're doing. And they've just stopped the car wherever. Because you know how they do that? I was like, maybe this is just the next level where they're just like, you know what? And also fuck everyone else. Yeah, yeah. Because I need to deliver some naan bread. Yeah. So I parked my car. And I was like, this is weird. Someone's going to hit this for sure. Because they're not going to be paying attention. And it blocks most of the road. And I got out. And I went and looked in. And I was like, there's no keys in it. There's no, it, there's no hazard lights on. It looks locked. That's so crazy. Sitting here, I was like, "Is it like a stolen car that someone's just like, it's like, whoop, I'm done with that now," and they just got out of it and just like drove down the road on its own and on our street, on our street in the middle of the road, middle of the road, facing sideways. Yeah, like if we reversed out of our driveway or drove forwards out of our driveway that way. Like if you went out of a driveway and didn't turn any direction, just sitting across the road. And was it on in the center or was it like how much? Well, because the. it was pretty much in the center. Yeah, yeah. I was just sitting there. I was like, this is so weird. Is this a fucking prank show? Yeah. Is Coochie going to jump out of the boot? What is going on? <laughs> and so I looked at it and it didn't look weird. It didn't look like it had been smashed up. It didn't look... There was nothing really in it. It was very neat. And I felt the bonnet. I'm like, oh, that's warm. So it's not been here long. Yeah. And I was like... You're like a real... You're like a detective. You yeah, your I'm hand on there going... Right, well, because it was raining. And I was like, well, it's kind of wet, but it's not dry underneath. So it hasn't been here that long that's bananas i'll never think of any of those things yeah well i was just because i was standing i was like what the what is this i would have gone a a driver's a ghost (laughs) (laughs) excuse me please move your car uh and then i was looking around i was like well this is the closest house that it is to so i guess i'll just go and knock on there and go do you know this car like the fuck please (laughs) um so i go up and knock on the door and there's just people walking around inside, not giving a shit. So I'm like, okay, so there's not, you know, some guy hasn't just driven home and just like Aah! with the handbrake because he thinks his wife's cheating on him. He's like kicked in the door or something. Yeah. And so they come to the door and the lady opens the door and she's like, how like, oh no. I was like, oh, did you forget to put your handbrake on? And then oh. the guy comes to the door and he's like, oh, I thought I did. I'm, I mustn't have. <laughs> oh no. Thank you. Thank you for that one. Yeah, that's all right. No, I'm done. I think maybe the handbrake must have been on a little bit because yeah. it, it didn't roll all the way to the other side or into a house or anything. It just rolled and went, Ooh. Well, when you have the park on, that 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 has a that has a function so you can't push it. That's why you have to put the car in a neutral to physically move it. So yes. if it's in park, it, sh- it should be like there's a bit of handbrake on. Well, my guess is that if he didn't do the handbrake, he, didn't, he just got out of the car, he switched it off and got out. Yeah. And then 
I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what happened, but the car just made its way. Well, I just I know that the park function can be faulty sometimes, and so it like right. people park it on a hill and they put it in park and they think that'll do it. But if it's old and shitty, it'll it'll still move, but it'll move like a little bit. So it probably just like rolled slightly, slowly, mm. and then landed on the road. Who's to say? What an idiot. I'm not a park mechanic. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I've done pretty much the same thing. I just haven't been on a hill. So <laughs> yep, I, I have those moments where I get in and I'm like, all right, what do I got to do here again? What are my responsibilities? Oh, turn the car off. All right. And that one and the park. Yep. Okay. Now I can get out. <laughs> my mum never puts a handbrake on. And that's really? how I learned to drive. She goes, no, you don't touch a handbrake. Like it was like, don't you touch that handbrake. What? And I was like, what is that it there for? for? That's exactly. That's why. And she was the one that taught me about the park. She goes, park works as a handbrake. The, the, the handbrake is just a, is, is just a fail safe. So we definitely don't need to use it. And I was like, okay. And then what happens I, if it fails, Mark? Should we keep ourselves safe? <laughs> and, then I, um, and then when I got my first car and I was like, I want to see what the handbrake does. It goes, tick, 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 tick. I want to see what it does. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was like, that's sick. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to use this every single time. I don't press it. Everyone, button. everyone, go, come and look. Come and listen to this. <laughs> How cool is that? Uh, fucking, it's like a musical instrument. So no handbrake, no seatbelts. With me. Yeah. Like you very, you, you sometimes. No, no, I always use a handbrake. Seatbelts not so much. No, no, no. You just forget to put the seatbelt on. I do Was that now, your mum as well? I do now that I have a newer car because the beeping's more annoying than putting the seatbelt on. <laughs> Fucking safety Remember features. But in, in the old car, yeah. I needed a. Um, the beeping was just the passenger side airbag being fatal. Well, when I, I needed the um, I needed the spark plug. No, not spark plug. I needed the um. What are you talking the about? fuse. I needed the fuse. Right. To use on something else because the other fuse died. And they don't make fuses anymore. No, I couldn't be bothered going to buy fuses, so I just took the fuse out of that one. So it didn't at beep. the petrol station where you go every week to fill up your car with fuel. Yeah, that's too much work. So. Was the seatbelt thing, was that from your parents as well? Is that like a cultural thing or is there just some weird thing in your brain that you forget? Don't know. Okay. I think my parents did it. They told us to put their seatbelts on, but, you know, just get in. Because I guess in Shepparton and Rupney, you're, you're never driving far. Well, and everyone's got fucking Flintstone cars. So there's no <laughs> seatbelts or airbags you or handbrakes or anything. You just Sometimes you just jump in, turn it on and just go around the corner. Yeah. And so I just like, but I, I got used to, I never put it on before I drive. I always... Turn the car on, pull out on the road, get a bit of speed going, get moving, yeah. and then plug it in. Like what? What? Not like, not like five minutes in driving. Like the second I'm leaving my house, I'm plugging my seatbelt in, and that's just something I do. You should free up some more time in your schedule if you're really trying to scrape tenths <laughs> of seconds off with the seatbelting routine. It saves no time. It's just something I do. But I tell you what, if I get if I get rear-ended coming out my driveway, I'm fucked. Well, not really, because you get backwards into the seat. That's true. I don't need a seatbelt then, do I? Yeah, what a waste of time. Seatbelts should be. Forgotten should be removed, Forgotten. From, removed from every car, and uh, we should just go forward. We should everyone should just be better drivers. You know what we need? What we need car seats where you've got a backrest in front of you as well, so that if you slam into something, it would be like getting rear-ended, and you'd just go forward into the seat. That's that's a terrible idea. I was telling, I had an idea that I was telling Georgia about the other day. Go on, and uh, I won't tell you what her impression was because I want you to make up your own mind. Okay, I'm ready. I was thinking we should have a brake light. Mm-hmm. A little brake light in the middle of the car on the front. Yeah. So when you hit the brakes, the little red light on the front goes on so that like if you're going into, you know, say you're at an intersection and someone is coming the opposite way, but they're turning right or yeah, turning right in front of you. Yeah. So they want to cut across traffic, but sometimes you don't know whether someone's braking or not. You see that little light come on. Yeah. Or if you're going across an intersection or yeah, there's a whole bunch of reasons that I, I yeah, I, I, I like it immediately. Yeah. I like, 
Because, yeah, I do, I've done that sometimes where I'm like, are you going to go? Like, what's yeah. your deal? Or in our street here where, you know, sometimes there's two cars. There's a car parked on either side of the road. So there's only enough room for one car to squeeze through. Yeah. And you're like, is he stopping or am I stopping? Because people just, you're sort of drifting, waiting to see who's going to pull in behind the car to let you through. Yeah. If you see the, the red light, the brake light on the front of the car go, you're like, oh, they're stopping. I can go through. Thank you. Or when you think when you're sure someone isn't realizing what's going on and you're like, this is my right turn and he's about to shoot through a red light. Yeah. And you're like, are they slowing down or not? Are they going to run me over? Exactly. And then, exactly. Just, and then somehow they just stop and you're like, oh, that was yeah. quick. But yeah, I like that. I like what, what's, what, what did Georgia think? She thought it was fucking stupid. Why? She said I was wasting my time <laughs> thinking about dumb shit yep. that had no utility. Mm-hmm. Um, she was like, because you've got indicators, you've got headlights. All those things already work. We don't need more shit on the car. But they don't do what your thing says it does. Well, no. No, they don't. But she was saying it's enough. We have enough. Just calm down. And I disagree because there are still crashes on the road. Exactly. So And the good thing about a brake light is it's not like an indicator or something where you can forget to do it. Yeah. The brake light just tells you the other function that they're doing. It just indicates what the driver's doing. They don't have to signal to you. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, 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 but I did think of a problem Go with on. it, and that's that if you'd pitched this to me a year ago, I would have been really against it because that's just another fucking thing that needs to get fixed. But you never fix them anyway. I know. So but it's just another thing that you know isn't working. It's just another thing I can get pulled over for. <laughs> <laughs> just another reason to be unroadworthy. Yeah, yeah, my front brake light, I know. All right, let's try this little game that I invented today. Small Satisfactions. With Fitzy and the Pooper. Um, <laughs> this is Small Satisfaction. Um, uh, a game specifically designed for you. Uh, where I'm going to talk about... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to list off some small satisfying things. Things that are small but very satisfying yeah. that, I've, that I've thought of. Um, and you're going to tell me how they're not satisfying. You're going you're gonna to flip it and be like, no, that's crap. I don't like that. Hang on. What? So I'm gonna pitch something to you. I'm saying this is really I love this, and you're gonna tell me no. This I hate this. Oh yeah, this does seem more our speed, doesn't it? Yeah, it's a nice little improv game. Yep. Uh, even if you like it, you know, let's uh, let's do some. So wait, even if I do like it, small satisfactions, satisfactions. with Fitzy and, and the, the pooper. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so even if I do like this thing, it's my job to wreck it. Yeah. All right. So it's like a family feud. Do I get points? Is there a point system? You can have points if you want. I'm oh. just playing for fun though. Okay. All right. Loser talk. Small satisfactions, number one. I really like it when you need to unplug something from the wall, from the power socket, and you're not supposed to pull on the cable, but every now and again you get one of those <laughs> you get one of those really thick cables and you're you're at you're at an angle where you're straight with the power thing. So you can just kind of pull it out by the cable and it does no damage and it just kind of pops out. You're not pulling it on a weird angle or doing it. You're just in this perfect spot where you can go. It, it concerns me that you're expecting it to do damage and you still do it. And sometimes it does do damage, but the few times that it doesn't do damage is what satisfies you. <laughs> so look, the physical universe not doing what it usually does that would really inconvenience me. That's great. I'm just saying that sometimes the, the power points are on an angle and you can't pull them out straight or the cable's really thin so you wouldn't want to pull on the cable and damage the cable. You, you would never want to. Yeah, but that's my point. You don't want, but but you can't do that. But then you get occasionally you get something where the cable's nice and thick. The whole thing is durable. It's at a like it's at a straight one eighty with the wall, and you just go, and it comes out, and it's real satisfying. And why is that? Because then I don't have to get down and get amongst all the shit. I can just I can just lean over, grab the cable, and go. 
I think the real satisfaction for you is making that noise. Yeah. The smile big. you have on your face when you go. <laughs> no, you're not quite getting it. Nice. All right. Uh, slicing the perfect piece of cheese. <coughs> Get a block of cheese and you run from the top to the bottom. Same length. Perfect. No breaks. Very satisfying. All cheese, no breaks. I mean, this is gen- I'm not picking on your individual things that you're listing. It's more the philosophy of the fact that these are things that you have enough time and space in your mind to <laughs> register as a satisfaction. All right, break lines. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, trying to help the world. You're just fucking jerking yourself <laughs> off over how straight you cut dairy. Opening the microwave right as it hits zero before it beeps. Boom, comes open. That is... All right, now, now you're talking my language. Okay. Right. Because the, the microwave here... How many beeps do you think a microwave should have? It should have one beep. One long beep? No, it should just go beep to say I'm done. I will give it th- one long beep or three short beeps. It can go beep or beep, beep, beep. This one, five long beeps. Mine, exactly the same. <laughs> By the fourth one, I want to throw it through the fucking window. <laughs> There's way more of a gap with mine. It's like beep, beep. Oh yeah, beep, that's the worst. Beep, beep. I'm like, I it's fucking like get it. Do we need to evacuate, or is my fucking cheese melted? Shut up. Also, you know what else you can't do? I can't click. I can't click like clear, stop, clear the button yeah. to make it stop. Oh. Even if I open the door, once it started <laughs> it beeping, beeping. I think we've got the same cheap Kmart microwave. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, the Suicide Maker 5000. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, you've ruined the game now. You're meant to not be on my side. Well, if you're talking sense. And okay. I think that's what the good thing is about this game is, that, you know, you, we're going to give honest answers. Okay. So I'm not, not going to shit talk for the sake of it. Can we? I just haven't really got to terms with the microwave Okay, yet. yeah, I'll put my notebook down. The satisfaction of getting it at like one or when it hits zero. Yeah. So opening it, no beep, and not having to clear it. Yeah. Ooh-wee. That really <laughs> shows that, like, if I was as petty and small-minded as you, Microwave, I could sit here and play this game. You can see that I can dominate you. <laughs> Enough with the beeping, okay? You beep because I allow you to beep. This is my kitchen and my world. You beep because I'm too busy to stop you from yeah. beeping. I'm concerned with otherworldly things. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want, but if you beep again, I will find you. If it's heated cheese you're after, <laughs> I could tell you I don't have any cheese. But what I do have is a very particular set of skills. Bink. <laughs> and a bowl of soup. Um. All right. Reaching behind a screen and plugging in a HDMI cable in one go. You can't see what you're doing. I'm talking about a TV or a screen and you're like, fucking hell, you got to, you know, you either have to unplug the HDMI cable or plug it in and you just go, and pop it straight back in. The first two... That you mentioned mm-hmm. was stupid. Okay. And I thought this game was annoying. And it's not so much of a game, but um I one hundred percent agree with you because I think I think the first two I was like, what are you what are you even talking about? But now I'm like, well, absolutely, this is these are the things that occupy my brain one hundred percent of the time. <laughs> Cause I I'm like, I have to make a note of when I get the, like the USB, you plug it in the first time instead of the third. That comes up later in the list. Oh, okay, sorry. I'm sorry. Well, we'll add that Burning. in this one. USB first time, HDMI cable, like all the same, yeah. Because uh, 
I feel like I spend half my life crouching over a TV trying to plug in speaker wires or HDMIs and then I'm like, I can it's the I know it's oriented the right way. I can feel the hole fucking get in there and I literally am breaking a sweat trying to do yeah, it. I I'm, get so hot. I've got one leg in the air and I'm supporting my <laughs> arm over my head on a bookcase. Look like a cat licking its yeah. ass. And uh and then I get, I like, I move the whole TV out and get behind it. I'm like, there, was that so fucking hard? It's the exact same thing I was doing, but you made me move more stuff to do it. <laughs> Television. This is the thing I think that we first bonded over many, many moons ago is the the rage we feel for inanimate objects. Yeah, 100%. I, I um, Beck comes from a childhood of trauma, mm. <laughs> just like all of us. So when I'm yelling at inanimate objects, I don't yell at her or yell at, other things but I really really yell because her sister was a toaster yeah yes obviously she she, she really can't deal with it when I start when the volume gets to a point and I'm like and I'm you can you can almost feel the heat coming off a person when they're yeah and you walk into the room you're like what's going on it's like and I'd rather you not ask me questions about what's going on than I'd rather just not nobody speak to me right now and I get either trying to help and asking me questions about what's going on. Oh, that's the worst. I'm like, I could explain to you what's going on, but I know that it's not going to help. It's not going to make any of our lives easier. I'm just going to be mad and just let me be mad. It'll frustrate me more when someone asks, oh, have you tried? Yeah, yeah, I have. I have. No, I just thought, I, I thought I'd start with swearing and breaking things and, <laughs> and then, then I'd move on to trying to do the thing I wanted done. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, that's, 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 I, lo- I like, I, please offer me, offer help and all that sort of stuff and be like, have you tried this? But just not in that particular world, not back anybody, don't yeah, offer me help when it's an inanimate object. The best way to help, shooting. the best way to help with that is to come in and go, oh, Fucking computer. I can't believe this computer is doing this to you right now. What a lack of respect. Do you want to help throwing it out the window? You're so right. No one's ever done that to, for me. Mm. No one's ever come in a room and gone, oh, the fucking thing. Yeah. And I'd be like, it is a fucking piece of shit, isn't it? And they'd be like, yeah, fuck you this know fucking be, thing. If I'm sitting there swearing at like this fucking television, why the fuck? When the HDMI go to the fucking HDMI, they're built for each other. It's mate. And they come in and went, oh yeah, fuck this TV. I'd be like, well, all right, hang on. <laughs> I mean, it's it's just, it doesn't know what it's doing. Like, <laughs> I think that would calm me down because I'm like, oh yeah, I'm being ridiculous. But someone coming in like, do you, do you, would you need to do? Is everything okay? Hey, sit down and I'll, I'll rub your back. No, no, you can't, I can't. You, I'm you not can, going to sit down and have you rub my back because I need to kick a hole in something. You can rub my back later. Just put the back rubbing in your pocket yeah. for now because I will use it later, I promise. Mm. I have the, um. I have to run because I, I use the PS5 and the PS4. Well, now just the PS5. <laughs> yeah, big time. PS9 um, all up. Yeah, <laughs> to stream. Um, so it goes into the TV and then I've got a very long HDMI cable that I pl- pull out, run out of the TV, run yeah, it. But at a distance, right? Because the cable's thick and it's stuck yeah. right in there. So you just at a straight angle, just yank it straight out. No, no, no. I, I, not with this. I get my hands in there, pull it out properly. And then I run that cable into my into the office Shut the do- and the door shuts over it. Doesn't damage or anything. And yeah. I do it from in there and I run that. And then when I'm done streaming, I'll pull it back out, run it back in the landry, I'll plug it. And I've gotten so used to it now that I can just go, I do that awkward reach around the TV and I pop it in first time every single time and I every single time I want to come. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. And I'm like, oh, fucking hell, I'm getting good at this. So you're saying you reach around and pop it in. Yeah. And it makes me want to nut. Yeah. There you yeah. go. I turn myself on every Worst single day I do that. By. All right. Okay. A couple more. Let's let's keep, the, let's keep the flow going. I don't want people to forget what the show is. Small satisfactions with Fitzy and the pooper. <laughs> Fresh guitar strings. Just 
Generally, just generally, just put on a new pair, of, a new when it's on, a new pair of guitar strings, a new <laughs> and <laughs> on the two string banjo. <laughs> yeah. Just put on a new set of strings. Feels so fucking good and when, clean when they're on and you're playing. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Not the actual process. The process is a fucking pain in the ass, mm-hmm. but it uh, feels real good. Um, you know what the opposite of that is? The what are these small satisfactions? Yep. Uh, tiny terrors. I'm going to call my section. <laughs> Play it again. <laughs> Small uh, tiny terrors <laughs> with uh, Fitzy and the Pooper. <laughs> um, when you put on the high E string, yeah, the little one. Ding 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 ding. Oh, is it gonna snap? Oh, Jesus! And then at some point, going ping. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Have you snapped it putting on the first time? Uh, yeah, I have before, but that's because the guitar slid forward and I accidentally grabbed it by the E string to hold the guitar. And went, that's what I did when I when me and Beck were just mates and I went around. I was playing a just guitar. mates, just mates. <laughs> I would never have done this if she was my spouse. No, I just went back when we were friends, and I was like, "Oh fuck yeah, the guitar!" And I picked up the guitar, had it on the had watch it, this, had it over my shoulder, and then the 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 strap came off the thing, and I went to catch it and I put my hand straight in the hole and caught all the strings and went pew, 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 and snapped three <laughs> strings. I'm strong. <laughs> I could have snapped six if I wanted. And then I was like, then I had to replace them. Fucking idiot that I am. And you thought, fuck, that's embarrassing. I'm never going to date her. Now I play that guitar all the time. And you snap as many strings as you want. I can snap more. I'm a snap. I'm a string snapper. Um, when you're at the end of a paddle pop. Yep. And you are, it's just enough to get the whole thing in your mouth and it comes off clean and you just have a clean paddle pop in your hand. Clean paddle pop stick. Clean paddle pop stick. Like, like, like. Excalibur. Excalibur. Um, no. Nah. You Sorry, I'm not working on that. All right. What's your problem with it? I just, I, I need just, a, I, f- I feel nothing when you say that to me. I need to do something with my life. I need to stop occupying my brain with useless brake lights. Yeah, do more plugging shit into other things. Um, uh, well, then you're not going to like any of these. Let me let me hot fire it. Uh, is this is yeah. all food related. Yeah, fresh toothpaste, like the fur when you get a brand new toothpaste. I fucking love that shit. Yeah, get that. Uh, how? Because the cap never goes on. Are no, you talking about like no. a snap down cap or a? No, mine's a twist cap. My cap always goes on, but. Well, yeah, because you just jam it. Like, no, my toothpaste is always clean. Not anymore. Why just toothpaste? Well, you should extend that to the rest of your life. What? I just, it's just one of those things. I just don't like a gungy toothpaste. No. Or, or a gungy sauce bottle or a gungy. Like, I just, like, I don't, I don't like that. I make sure to make sure that last bit comes off. It doesn't just sit there to fucking dry up like a little bullet block in the hole. Yeah, but my dog nearly ate an earring at your house the other day. Like, why? Because your dog ate an earring. That's not my fault. But it was in your house. It was in my it was in my house, and you you got so mad so quickly. I was she like, was. I wasn't mad. You you like left the house and you didn't say a word. Yeah, because I was like, do I have to make the dog vomit now? So I was thinking, if I had <laughs> shit in the house to make the dog vomit, to vomit up a fucking earring. There was an earring on the table, and she just started licking the earring and the area. And then when she stopped licking, there was only one piece of the earring left, and I was like, oh. Fuck me. Yeah. But she didn't go into the bedroom and rumble through a fucking jewelry box. Yeah, she ate a, 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 a an earring. Or, or I thought she Look, had an earring all I'm that saying was on the coffee that, table. Like, you're so pedanting about your toothpaste and sauce <laughs> bottles. What about the kitchen floor? Because the dog comes kitchen? in and is like, hey, what's over here? And she just constantly <laughs> licks the kitchen floor. If she wants to lick the kitchen floor, that's fine. You know, it's just it's just scraps and stuff. Yeah, I'm just, I, I don't, yeah, exactly. But eating but an earring is different because the earring yeah, wasn't on the floor. She ate, she went to the table, the coffee table, like, nom, 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 nom. <laughs> if she ate that earring, it would have blown my fucking mind. 
Yeah, I was I surprised been, as well. But I would have been worried about I'm her. I'm not often with her in your house. So I don't know what. Maybe you dip your earrings in barbecue sauce that's, or some shit. That's the know. first thing you asked me. You said, well, what's on the earring? And I went, ear. You fucking. <laughs> there's the ear on the earring? You know, you put an earring on, there's just ear. There's ear gunk. Not ear gunk. gunk. Just ear. Ear. You put an earring in your ear, now there's ear on it. You sure? No, I just meant as, as an, it was a joke. It was a joke I was doing. All right. I just was trying to tell you that there's no barbecue sauce on well, Beck's I don't know. Because there's barbecue sauce in your fucking bedroom. Yeah, that's just, that's my, that's, it's my office, by the way. Not my bedroom. Even when it was your bedroom, it was barbecue there sauce. There definitely wasn't barbecue sauce in my bedroom, bedroom. Morning glass of water. <sighs> I don't want to just like stomp and piss on your parade, but I think midnight glass of water is even better. <laughs> oh, now you're talking. That like, one where you like you wake him like, oh my god, have I been in a desert? I am so goddamn thirsty right now, and you start gulping like I'm never gonna stop drinking. <laughs> this is my life now. Drinking is my new sleep. They should make bigger glasses just for bed. Yeah, the nighttime glass. The like, three AM glass. Like a vase. Yeah. But with like bulmers on the side of it. <laughs> yeah, okay. Because <laughs> um, the it's the you you take the first sip, and you're like, oh my god, I'm so thirsty. This is not quenching my thirst. Then there's that that middle three or four gulps where you're like, this may be the nicest thing that can happen to a person <laughs> I don't know what it's like to win a Nobel Prize but I imagine it's like the three middle gulps of water at 3am oh god and then there's the last couple where you're like alright I'm still enjoying the water but I'm quite full this is just for me yeah this is for me my stomach is full and I'm kind of like it doesn't want any more water but god damn I'm like H20 baby you're gonna take it yeah uh, I w- there's a couple little fucking garbage ones here so let's just skip to the end only the garbage ones. Oh, it was just the same sort of crap. Uh, <laughs> really lost faith. In the me. first sip of coffee. Okay, Fun yeah. Good. A warm bath. Yeah. And when you get the USB in right the first time. Yep. The last one I had was setting up electronics. Like this is what my big problem was last week with getting the new TV and that. When you go to set up electronics, not regular electronics such as plug in and go, but like a VR headset or a PC or a smart TV or a phone, and you just go to set it up. And there's no problems, no troubleshooting, and it just goes. Plug and play. Plug and play, which has not happened in a long time. It is weird how refreshing that is. Like, you're not expecting it to happen. You're like, oh, cool, a new thing. This is going to be a giant ball ache. Yeah. And then you plug in, you're like, wait, what? It just happens? Wow. The VR was, a, was one of the things I recently remembered where I was like, this should just plug in and go. And I was like, it's not going to do that. You're it did have when to- you gave it to me. Yeah, that's what pissed me off more. Yeah, it's good. I'm like, so that means it's my computer. I had to go get parts. USB three stick put thing put in, and then finally get it going. And then even sometimes you plug it in. It's like I don't see it. The computer's like I don't know what's a VR. Head? I've never seen this before. And I'm like it's fucking there. Unplug it. Plug it back in. Oh, there it is. There's my f- tiny terrors. Yeah. Or it's not a terror. What would it be? Small inconveniences. No, it'd be rage. Some sort of rage. Yeah. So I'll find some alliteration for rage. Um, when you. Plug shit into a computer like a uh, a drive or the VR or something like that. Or I try and play a file. Here's one. Here is one. Okay. When you use a smart TV and you try and play a file, like some sort of rip of some sort. Yeah. And it'll start playing the file and it'll go, oh, wait, the audio, we're not going to do that. Or it'll say like, actually, can't play this file type. Even though you've, you've watched the fucking television start doing it. You ever had that? Yeah. Yeah, you start playing it and it's like, ah, oh, no, we don't do that file type. I was like, I just fucking, you just played the first minute of the file. Yeah. What do you mean? And he goes, no, 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 we're not doing that one anymore. We don't want to do it. Well, well, you don't, you can, but you don't want to is what you're saying, television. Yeah. Sometimes what happens is it'll download 
but it won't it won't have finished downloading because I have like a connection thing, like a, a I have a cloud between my computer and the TV, and I'll download something and it'll be downloading and and I'm like okay cool oh but it'll show up on the TV before it's finished downloading oh. and then I'll be able to watch like a minute and a half of it and then it'll just stop it'll be like this file type is not supported I'm like for fuck's sake same thing but it's only doing that because it's not finished downloading oh. so I'm like alright I guess I'll just wait and I have to go back and check my computer be like yeah it is downloaded or just fucking wait just don't tease me it's the cock tease of, of media yep <laughs> Small satisfactions with Fitzy and the Pooper. <laughs> so stupid. Um, I'll tell you something interesting that happened this morning. Yeah, you go. I've had a weird morning. I um, I got new acid reflux medication. I had to go fill up with the one I'm using, and then they're Fancy. gonna they're gonna try something new to see if that does anything. Um, and I I got it filled out yesterday. Went to the doctors yesterday. Got the prescription. They sent the script to the pharmacy near us. And so I went down today to get the script filled out and get my medication. And they gave me, oh, I wish I could remember what it was called. Lex, Lexium or something? Lexum? I think it was. So I get my Sozol, which is acid reflux. And then I said to him, I was like talking about how I, I had anxiety and stress. And I needed to bring that down. But I was like, is there any other medications that I could use? Um to to try the acid reflux as well something stronger and he was like he was like uh, yeah yeah for sure um wh- why don't we put on this for a little bit and i went down and i filled it out and he's like all right so it's the sozo and then it's some lexum and then he gave me a pamphlet and a, and a, and a, a printout and i was like okay and i was walking home and i was reading it and i was like he's prescribing antidepressants and he didn't tell me he was prescribing antidepressants i was like this is weird and I'm reading through it. I'm like looking at all the side effects and stuff. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. And it's like, when you take it, you know, be on it for two weeks before, you know, mood sh- mood changes start. And I was like, did he prescribe me this because I said I needed to lower my stress and just didn't say, didn't say anything. And it was, it was, I was like, what the fuck? And then I came and I said to Beck and I'm like, he prescribed me antidepressants, but didn't tell me he was prescribing me antidepressants. And I would have, go- and it says, take one nightly before you go to bed. And I would go home. I would have gone home and taken the pill and continue taking the pill if I didn't read the, the pamphlet they gave me. Mm. And then and she was like, that sounds weird. And I was like, yeah. So I booked a call with him, a, a telehealth appointment with him. And I was geared up to call him up and be like, what the fuck is wrong with you, you idiot? Like, how, like why would you prescribe something like that without talking to me about it first? And like, I didn't know what I was doing. I would have started taking it. And then I called him up and I and I started with, all right, so here's what's happened. Um, I went down. I didn't realize you were giving me Lexum. I thought I was, I, I say Lexum. I think it was Lexum. I'm just going off the top of my head. Whatever it was called. Yeah. And he's like, he was like, what? And I was like, uh-oh. I'm like, has, has a mistake been made? He's like, yeah, a mistake's been made. And he's like, have you taken any of that yet? And I was like, no. And he's like, do not take it. <laughs> so somewhere along the line, he's like, let me check the script. And he wrote the script. And he's like, no, I didn't. It says right here. Uh, uh, I actually wrote it down on this notepad. Mm. I meant to give you a Lexus. You said that you were stressed. I thought you a nicer <laughs> car would have made your day better. I, it was one times Lexus. wasn't even close. He tried to pre- prescribe me motilium, which right. is an acid reflux thing that sends the acid like away from your esophagus and towards your stomach. And I was like, yeah, that sounds more like what I should be taking. Is this shitty handwriting? Uh, well, how do you, but he was, he was like, no, because well, he, no, he types it out. He said, yeah. he, he, that's what he said on the phone. He's like, even if it was bad handwriting, he's like, it's, you know, somebody's made a mistake here down at the chemist. And so now I got to go down to the chemist and give them back the Lexum and be like, and you need to call my doctor because he wants to yell at you. <laughs> so like, they've so somewhere 
Someone's like, God, I, I feel so fucking depressed. But my digestion is really <laughs> fucking good. Somebody out there. <laughs> That's stupid. Hey, it's Matty from GMAT. And don't forget that if you enjoyed this week's episode of the GMAT podcast and you want to hear more, we also have the podcast post show available exclusively to our Patreon supporters over at patreon.com forward slash the real GMAT. The podcast post show is a shorter episode recorded directly after the regular podcast where we wrap up the show and discuss everything we didn't have time for. Don't forget to rate this podcast on your podcast app of choice and share it with all of your friends.